Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome, I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. I interview some of the most successful people in the world, and I thank you for joining us. This show is dedicated to helping you turn your vision into reality. And here's a successful entrepreneur who provides insights and guidance you can use to move along your vision path. Listen to my shows on all the podcast platforms, such as Spotify or iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Just search for Tony D-U-R-S-O, and please subscribe to. And I've made a little switch recently, as most of you know. I'm calling you Success Squad versus Visionaries, because you really are visionaries, but it's kind of passe, so I wanted to modernize it, spice it up a little bit, and we came up with the word Success Squad. So there you go. That's your name. All right, Success Squad. Now, before we get going, here's a big thank you to some amazing sponsors of our show. Please stay tuned for an important message from LinkedIn on how the right hire can make a huge impact on your business. Hey, I said huge. Do listen for that. And coming up is a significant message from Simply Safe on how to get commercial grade enterprise level security for your home at such a low cost you have to listen a few times to believe. And a special note to help you find your message and build your tribe, I'm going to give you Russell Brunson's book for free through the mail. More info on them just ahead, so please stay tuned. Today's show is about easing sales communications with Ankesh Kumar. Let's see what we can learn today. Here's some info on Ankesh. He was born in India, grew up in London, and created numerous companies in Silicon Valley. AT Systems went to $22 million in four years and sold to the parent company of Monster. Personic went to $25 million in four years and merged with Kronos. And he sold patents to Google for sharing as a page ranking mechanism a year before Facebook's like button. At the end of this interview, I'm going to do a summary recap of what we went over, so stay tuned for that. Here we go. Hi, Ankash. Welcome to our show. It's so great to have you on with us today. Hey, Tony. How are you? Ankash, I can't wait to find out about Let's Chat.chat. It's a very cool platform, very cool application. It's really got my interest. But before we do that, I would love to follow your journey to success, Ankash. Can you tell us how did it all start for you? What's your backstory? Oh, wow. Uh, I'm glad we got a little time here. Uh, I actually, I was, uh, I was born in India. Um, and at the age of three, my father, who worked for Air India, got transferred to London. So uh, I ended up doing all my education in, in England. I, uh, I grew up close to Heathrow Airport. Um, I studied down in Portsmouth um, and in Brighton. And uh, funnily enough, um, I actually did my first undergraduate in hotel and catering management which is nothing to what I'm doing right now, but it was a lot of fun. I didn't pursue a career in that industry because uh, it was, you, know, you, you end up working very antisocial hours because that's when people are out eating and drinking. And uh, I'm fairly social myself, and I, I wanted to be on the other side of the table, uh, the other side of the bar. And so I ended up um, doing an MBA and, and finally a, a master's in information technology. Uh, I actually came to the U.S. in 89 um, on vacation, and uh, I just wrangled myself a visa. This was the time of the first Iraqi war. The economy wasn't that great, but I managed to get a, a work permit and uh, work for a, a, a staffing company for a few years and, and then decided 
uh, to start my own company. So that was around in 94. And uh, the company actually grew pretty rapidly. We did uh, a million in the first year, five, 15, and 25 million. I uh, ended up selling that company to the parent company of Monster, the job recruiting site, which was called TMP. Simultaneously, actually, I started another software company called Personic. And we raised about 50 million of venture funding for that company. And uh, we grew 1, 8, 16, 24. And uh, the company was finally sold to a company called Cronus out of Portland. So since then, I've been um, doing some uh, personal investment and doing a few startups myself. Uh, and, you know, growing uh, my two daughters, so obviously spending some time as they were growing up and on field trips and stuff. But on the business side, I actually, um, uh, a few years ago, actually it was 2010, sold a patent to Google around uh, sharing as a page ranking mechanism. And if we, I'm sure all your listeners know the Facebook like button, uh, which indicates popularity. We actually filed a patent on that a year before Facebook launched it and Google ended up buying that IP. And so that's a quick overview prior to what I've been doing at Let's Chat. That's very interesting. So you're the one responsible for the like button, huh? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I, I'll take a little bit of credit. <laughs> well, I like that. <laughs> very cool. And so now you are the founder of Let's Chat.chat, I believe the founder or CEO. How did you come about the vision for that platform, and which is now a really big success? Yeah, so I think that uh, I, I, we all know that sales is all about communication. Uh, I mean, it's a two-way process, you know, whether you're buying uh, on a consumer side or on a business side, uh, the buyer is communicating with the seller what their pains and problems are, and the seller is communicating uh, with the buyer what their solution can do. And both of them are doing due diligence or discovery, you know, and it could be a very short discovery, you know, 30 seconds on a website, or it could be a, you know, months or years long on a, on a large B2B sale. But if you look at the uh, communication that we do on the consumer side, I mean, you know, we all use some form of uh, chat, right? Whether it's WhatsApp, uh, iMessage, Instagram, Snapchat. So it's very pervasive. I mean, if you actually break down the three main forms of communication, I'm talking very generically, email, telephone, and chat. On a personal life, it's about one third each. And it can vary for people. It depends, you know, on, on your work environment, you're probably doing more email. Uh, uh, you know, and in work environments, you do have things like Slack and et cetera. But going back to the salesperson to uh, customer, uh, sorry, salesperson to buyer, chat is not very pervasive. And, and you think to yourself that there's all these large companies that, that actually do um, chat functionality, but why isn't there? So that was really where we sort of kind of initially came up with, a, with the idea and saying, well, let's try to make chat more um, commonplace for communication between buyers and sellers. I got you. We're going to drill into that in, in just a bit and tear it apart and see all about it. But before we do, what's the purpose for what you do? What's the reason? Why are you doing it? You know, it's a really good question, actually, because uh, I've been asking myself that question for a few years because, you know, I've been in a fortunate situation where I could not have to work so hard. And But, you know, it, you just have this drive. You just have this, you know, you want to change things. You want to, you see something and still have the energy um, and, and just interfacing with people. I think some of the best relationships I've had, people that I've either worked with or worked with, sorry, worked, I've been employees and companies of mine have worked in partner companies. And keeping yourself mentally stimulated, it's always like, it's always nice uh, to have a, come up with an idea and then to see it come out into fruition. And I, I don't know, I, I, you just keep wanting to do things. It's, it's, it's a challenge. It's almost like, well, if they say, why do you climb the Met, uh, Mount Everest? Or, you know, why do you want to run a four-minute mile? It's that kind of thing. It's just like, oh, you know, I really see a void here. I see an opportunity and uh, let's make it happen. 
Um, and one of my favorite business saying is 1% uh, inspiration and 99% perspiration. Now, you can have an idea, right? Oh, chat's not pervasive in business sales, but then you, the actual execution of it and putting it together, the ups and downs, you know, and sharing the successes, it, it, it's a, it's a sense, of, sense of fulfillment itself. Let's drill into Let's chat a little bit. Let's tell our audience about it, which, by the way, is comprised of entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, small business owners, and so forth. So uh, let's chat. The, there's actually two important components to it. One is actually just a chat feature. And the important part um, of that is actually um, going back to why we felt that it wasn't pervasive. Uh, the biggest issue we felt was privacy. So if you are a buyer, if you're a CFO, IT manager, HR manager, example, in any company, you really don't want to share your cell phone number with, with a transactional uh, uh, relationship uh, with a salesperson that may not be there next month and your cell phone, phone number getting out there in the wild. And, and we all know with, you know, now we have OTPs for our banking and everything else. And, you know, I won't get into that, but privacy is obviously very important to us. So the way that we actually allow uh, a buyer and seller to communicate is basically um, an individual, let's assume a small business owner or a salesperson would create an account at Let's Chat and they would enter their cell phone number. And then from that, they'll get a link. So if, if you guys are familiar with products like Calendly, where you get a, a calendar appointment, you can just put a link into your email. We do something very similar, but as opposed to setting up a calendar appointment, it actually, if the prospect or your buyer actually clicks on the link in the email, it will invoke a private chat session in a browser. So uh, what that means is that uh, the prospect or the buyer does not disclosing their cell phone number, and they don't see your cell phone number either. It's just it happens through that uh, link. And so that's a very, very important component of allowing that. So... Clearly, you know, there's, there's times we can think of scenarios and what a lot of our customers, for example, is someone's putting an RFP together and, and the buyer has a question and they don't want to pick the phone up or they, they don't want to wait for an email response. They can just hit the chat button, have a quick dialogue, add a quick question. The same way we do, you know, we use chat for short form communication and that all of a sudden comes into the picture. The second part of the uh, solution focuses around chatbots and I, I'm a little um, I actually prefer to use the word engagement bots because chatbots really you know, like scare people. It's like machine learning, AI, and it's not as complicated. But a simple example would be if a prospect clicked on your link and you happen to be on an airplane or in a meeting and you couldn't respond to their chat, it'll give them an option. You know, uh, hey, John, would you like to leave a message? Ankish is not available right now. So there's an auto response, if you like. And if you can think how that can be extrapolated. Um, and so that's the chatbot feature. So another example if if you, if the prospect says, well, I don't want to leave a message and say, well, would you like some information? You know, can I provide you something? And it has that little bit of dialogue. And that, that can be sort of configured as much or as little uh, as, as the person wants. But we felt we had to add that piece to the uh, just the, the pure chat, you know, have some structured uh, responses in case the person wasn't available. Or the buyer prefers to rather just, you know, like you go to a website. Sometimes you don't want to talk to someone. You just had a couple of quick questions and their chatbots are fairly pervasive on um, on website. So that's uh, that, that's a quick overview of, of the solution. On cash, when I go to a website and I'm looking around, a little chat will open up always. Hi, how you doing? Can I help you? And sometimes I ask for something. Sometimes, you know, if I'm stuck or whatever. And I realize very quickly that I'm just speaking to a computer. Mm -hmm. And your let's chat dot chat is that it's very similar to that on a website. It's just your application and your system the way that's done? Yeah, it's very similar. Uh, uh, the big difference is that, that's, that's typically for inbound leads. Uh, we're used uh, predominantly for outbound. 
Um, so a way that our customers use is they embed the links in the outbound emails or, you know, you can put it in LinkedIn or whatever. And so you as a, as a salesperson, I'm, I'm, I'm any salesperson. I mean, as an entrepreneur, I'm a sales guy. I'm talking to people all the time. Anyone that's actually wants to communicate with someone, you know, if that person has, has chatted, what information they've looked at. And then when you reach out to them, um, you can be more informed. This is Ankesh Kumar, Easing Sales Communications, and you can find him at letschat.chat. That's L-E-T-S-C-H-A-T dot C-H-A-T. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about easing sales communications with Ankesh Kumar. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Hiring the right people is one of the best ways to help grow your business, but it shouldn't take time away from your other priorities. With LinkedIn Jobs, it doesn't have to. And as I'm speaking right now, I'm in the LinkedIn Jobs platform And this is what I see. For the applicant, the first thing is it already knows your general area. And one of the prominent features is a search for jobs in your area. So the first thing someone can do that is looking for a job is go right into LinkedIn Jobs. They'll see that it's got their region already marked. They just start doing a search and instantly will start looking for a job. It's just that fast for the applicant. And then below that search, based on the person's profile, there are suggestions by LinkedIn of what the person could take a look at. And that profile shows you how many days ago was the job posted. It gives you the job title. It gives you the location of the job. And it gives you some information like that. You then click and go on. So what this means is an applicant looking for a job who goes to LinkedIn Jobs, right away they can either start searching in their area or LinkedIn gives them suggestions of jobs that fit their profile. This means that when you put your job there, when you post for a job in LinkedIn Jobs, you're going to get applicants immediately seeing what you have because of their relevancy in their profile. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for so you can hire the right person fast. Things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability. LinkedIn looks beyond the work skills and puts your job post in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly. That's how LinkedIn makes sure your job post is seen by the people you want to hire. People with the skills, qualifications, and other interests that will help your business grow. It's no wonder a person is hired every eight seconds with LinkedIn. And why companies rated LinkedIn Jobs the number one hiring platform for delivering quality hires. So let's do it. Find the right person for your business today with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash Tony. Again, that's linkedin.com slash T-O-N-Y to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Remember again, linkedin.com slash Tony. All right, guys, check it out, sign up, and tell me how much you love it. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. 
Today's show is about easing sales communications with Ankesh Kumar. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this and I'll share some pointers with you. So stay tuned for that. Ankesh is currently focused on creating a chat chatbox service to improve the communication between salespeople and their prospects, which is discussed in depth in this interview. All right. And now back to the chat with Ankesh. There's a, there's a fairly hot topic in sales right now. I was actually talking to Gartner earlier this week and it's called Intense. And, and we've seen this on the, on the web fairly often because if you click on any website, Google and everyone else knows your intent because what you're clicking on, they can analyze that. But, you know, when you're communicating with prospects through email, you don't get to know that. So one of the things that our customers are doing are putting, you know, their value proposition or their topics that, that are, you know, they typically, for example, privacy, GDPR, you know, you can you think of the stuff that, that you guys, um, you know, wh- why people buy you, what those topics. And then if someone clicks on that topic, you know, you, you're really much better informed. Um, you can go and get an article. So if they're clicking on GDPR, for example, you know, if there's the latest article in the New York Times, you can go back to that prospect and say, hey, I know you're interested in GDPR. So that's what I mean by it's more for outbound sales than, than inbound. So it's just trying to nurture the relationship and be more personalized. Uh, so we really try to focus on a back end on, on content personalization. A lot of people in my audience could podcast, have a class that they're selling, and are looking forward to coaching or consulting or something like that. So when they send out a communication, let's say it's on an email, generally on, our, on a, a newsletter or whatever, we may have various links that go to various pages. But in this case, just you know, kind of walk me through it. This would just be a little box saying, if you want to know about this, click here. You want to know about this, click here. You want to know about this, click here. Something like that? Correct, correct. Yeah, uh, you know, we as human beings are very visual. Um, uh, I think it's been well documented. Uh, we, our brain reacts to visual images significantly better than text. So what we actually do, and I'll give you a live example. We're actually pushing a campaign live next week. So we actually, people said to us, hey, Yankish, will, will people actually click on a button? You know, so we said, let's test it out. So we sent out 500 emails with a button in there. We got a 20, it was 25.8% response. So nearly a quarter of the people actually clicked on it. So now my next campaign is actually taking a pie chart, showing that 25%, and I'm embedding that in the email. Now, as opposed to just having an image, which by itself is, is a good thing, if people click on that uh, the pie chart, they're taken to an engagement page. And this is what I was talking about with the chatbot functionality where, and then there's options. So I've actually, uh, in this engagement page, um, simplistically, you can think of it as a landing page, but it, it's, it's more interactive than a, than a traditional landing page. So the prospect can look at my uh, the company's LinkedIn posts, YouTube videos uh, about us. So I can curate that content and, and their interaction. I get to see all the ent- interaction that's going on. So now, the reason the other question is, well, why not just the website? Well, the website typically doesn't have things like the YouTube videos and LinkedIn, which, which are really, you know, kind of like important uh, content. And also people get a little bit sort of, when they go to a website, a little bit overwhelmed, um, you know, this is too much to find. I mean, even today, Tony, right, when you went to our website, you didn't see the About Us. So people get a little lost and get frustrated. But if I can curate the environment that I want them to come into and personalize that content, and so that engagement page is fairly unique. Uh, we haven't seen anyone else do that. But it, it sort of gets you. I mean, to getting 25% engagement on email is, is, is really high. I think we're targeting what we think as passive prospect. So if you're getting typically single-digit responses, there's probably another 10 or 20% that are interested, assuming you target your list correctly. 
But it's a little uh, onerous to hit the reply button and go through that whole due diligence going back to the communication. So you know, as we started off saying, we just want to make that communication frictionless, allow them to have the chat option, allow them to get information from those different social channels uh, and, and, and be able to sort of like make an informed decision to then engage with the company. Ankesh, for the application, let's say for a newsletter application, I'll have, you know, an article or something, and then I'll say, you know, read more, find more. But instead, you're saying, I'll get more response. If I turn that read more link into an actual button, I'll get more engagement. Yeah, I think the advantage is, is that if you've got multiple articles, for example, so I think the real um, scenario is, is not if it's just one article, maybe that would, would uh, respond well in just one email. But I'm thinking more of the uh, scenario where you've got like case studies and, and you know, YouTube. So you have multiple sources of information. Uh, for example, LinkedIn, let's start with text first. LinkedIn recommend no more than 500 characters uh, because people will just tune out, you know, attention span, etc. But then if you want to put in like a, a case study, so you do an attachment, then it, you know, anytime there's an attachment, you've got chances of getting filtered out. Uh, and then you want to, you know, should put the YouTube video. So what we're thinking is that you have the engagement button, which will take you to multiple sources of information. And then, so the information that you've curated to let people um, make a more informed decision. So that would be, as opposed to newsletter, I think that, I mean, we haven't really looked at it much in newsletter. I mean, I can see some applications there, but I think it's really where people have, uh, they don't want to kind of like put multiple attachments and, and multiple links because that's going to get uh, spammed out. And, and you, you, know, you don't get, you're not getting it across. I mean, what can you get across in, you know, with 500 characters typically? Oh, no, I get it. I'm, let's go to LinkedIn. Now, I haven't used, I, I, I use LinkedIn, but I haven't seen their changes because, you know, periodically there's changes and upgrades. But the last I know, you could send a message to someone. So if, if someone wants some information, I would send them a little blurb and then a link to wherever they could find that on a website. Can I use Let's Chat for that sort of an application? You can. Um, unfortunately, as you said, you can't put buttons, so it would have to be a link. Um, and uh, so we're sort of predominantly focusing on email now and because obviously LinkedIn cr- control that environment. That being said, we are doing some creative things with LinkedIn that, you know, because as, as we all know, I mean, uh, we started even our conversation, we started talking about backgrounds, history, whatever, and weather. You know, we, we're all human beings. We have these icebreakers. And so from the LinkedIn profile, we actually not only grab where people live, so we can find sports teams, uh, we, we can also where they went to university. So we have a, a feature whereby, you know, if I put, uh, if I have you in my, my database, uh, it will actually give me not just all the information that you have on your LinkedIn, but also news articles related to that. Uh, so for example, I was talking to someone yesterday and they went to Tulane University. And so I had information about uh, Tulane University sports, their Twitter feed. And I could just say, hey, by the way, and they were like, oh, wow, you know that? And they were in New Orleans, so I could tell weather. And, and, and then also uh, topics. So if they put something in their, in their uh, LinkedIn profile, for example, sales enablement, latest news articles. And so I can say, oh, by the way, I just saw an article on sales enablement. And I know you're interested in that topic. My, my feeling about sales is always to leave the prospect um, more informed and feeling they've actually gained something from the interaction with me as opposed to me always asking for something like an appointment or setting up a meeting or, or you know, learning more about their decision-making process. And the ability to sort of like share information that would make, make them more informed, uh, I think is, is really important. And that's really where we're using LinkedIn right now is to sort of, because people have a lot of um, information there that, that's useful. 
Ankesh, one of the challenges on radio and podcasting is it's audio only. There's no visual. And sometimes it may not be easy to follow. And I'm unable to follow this exactly. I understand that right now it's not something I can use in the LinkedIn message. And am I correct? This is something where I could take that image link, the let's chat dot chat image link button and put that on my profile so that if someone goes through my profile and sees something of interest, instead of a read more or an actual text link, they'll see an image link, which would be more engaging for them to click and find out more. So am I getting that so far? Yeah, so correct. You can't use the button within LinkedIn. So when you go to Let's Chat, you say I want to copy, it gives you the option of copying either the button or the link. So in the same way, you have a Calendly link, um, you can have a link that will take you to the engagement page, but it won't be a visual button. You're correct. All right. I think I understand that. And earlier you said one of its biggest applications is an email. I talked about the newsletter. We sent out our newsletter via email. But obviously on an email, if I send out an email, regardless of the size of the list, I can put anything in that email I want. So I can put in the image link, the Let's Chat image link for different images for different items or of what I offer to engage whoever might be interested in that particular thing. So far, so good? Yeah, so I would put one image uh, link because that's way it won't. Yeah, this is sort of a, a text to ratio uh, for um, getting um, uh, filtered out by the spam filters, um, and usually one image. And that's I think the advantage of Let's Chat because one image link or, or engagement part, as, as we like to think of it, will then take them to an engagement page where you can have multiple pieces of content. So, for example. I use, you know, people love video these days, obviously with Netflix, et cetera, people can sit back and consume that. So I have like a 30 second pitch of, uh, on YouTube and a, like a five minute demo um, as well. If people want to get more information, uh, LinkedIn messaging, uh, link to articles. So there's a menu structure there that they can uh, carousels, they can click through and do the due diligence. So by having one link to this uh, engagement page allows me to share multiple pieces of, of, of content to the, to the prospect. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about easing sales communications with Ankesh Kumar. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Every night, local police departments across America receive hundreds of calls from burglar alarms. The vast majority of the time, they have no idea whether the alarm is real. Is there really a crime going on or not? All the alarm company can tell them is the motion sensor went off. Simply Safe Home Security is different. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. That means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home, outdoor cameras, and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's 24-7 monitoring by live security professionals. 
You can set up your system yourself, no tools needed, or Simply Safe can do it for you. And get this, it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Yeah, is that amazing? Only 50 cents a day. So let's do it. Visit simplysafe.com slash D U R S O. That's S I M P L I S A F E dot com slash D U R S O. You'll get free shipping and a 60 day risk free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com slash D U R S O so they know our show sent you. That's simplysafe.com slash D U R S O. All right, guys, check it out, sign up, and tell me how much you love it. Hey, guys, this time of year is all about reflecting on the year that's passed and strategizing for the year ahead. Now, while the year's gone into just a little bit, we're still reflecting, we're still strategizing. What will your big change be in 2020? And you know, if you're looking for new software that becomes a part of your business rather than dictate processes, I really highly suggest you try Zoho CRM. Zoho CRM caters to businesses of all sizes. So yeah, you entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and small to mid-sized businesses out there, this is for you. Zoho CRM, well, it's all about guaranteeing shorter sales cycles and higher customer retention rates. And we all want that, right? This software gives you complete visibility and control over your customer's life cycle and equips you to connect with your customers across every channel. You know me, I've written a couple of books on marketing and sales. This stuff is cool. Zoho is the only vendor that provides a CRM system that's part of an ecosystem of 40 integrated business apps. It also offers integration with over 300 of the most popular apps on the market. So if you're struggling to nurture lasting relationships, Zoho could be the answer. 50 million users worldwide think so too. 50 million users is a serious testimony to commitment and quality. And that's not all. Are you ready for this? They empower a global network of over 150,000 businesses. Now, after being in marketing for decades, I am extremely impressed at their success. You know, it's the world's favorite customer relationship management software. Oh, and before I forget, Zoho CRM has Zia, an AI-powered sales assistant who can help you stay on top of your leads and deals. She can talk, listen, take notes, send reminders, and more. All right, guys, sell smarter, better, and faster. While change is inevitable, it can be comfortable with Zoho CRM. Sign up with Zoho CRM in two easy steps. First, visit zohocrm.com slash Tony. That's Z-O-H-O-C-R-M dot com slash T-O-N-Y. And then hit the sign up button. It's as simple as it sounds. Start your free trial by clicking the button on the same page. You'll be happy to know that Zoho CRM offers a version that's completely free. Yeah, free. Completely. This is amazing. Sign up with Zoho, the world's favorite CRM, at zohocrm.com slash Tony. Okay, guys, check it out. Sign up and tell me how much you love it. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about easing sales communications with Ankesh Kumar. 
At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this, and I'll share some pointers with you, so stay tuned for that. All right, and now back to the chat with Ankesh. We have the entrepreneur, solopreneur. They, again, as mentioned, you know, they would, they're looking for speaking opportunities. They're looking to get a podcast. They sell a course or a class. They have a book. They have different items. So when they send out a communication, they may be focusing on one thing. Hey, I just released some information about my new course. But they also want to engage anyone else that may be interested in any of their services. When I first went through Let's Chat, I thought that it would sort of like a funnel direct the person to whatever is of their interest. And now, and just to clarify, we're saying on the email, it would just be one image button, which would then take them to a place, which would then, in a way, filter them out or funnel them to what their interest is? Correct. And um, the entrepreneurial solopreneur would create that engagement page. And it's got some clear call to actions, like going back to the chat, for example, set up an appointment, uh, leave a message. So this more options than you have in the email, right? So typically in the email, it's either call or hit the reply button. So now your prospect has more options to, to look at curated content. Um, and, and, and secondly, to, uh, to, you know, to, to reach out to the, the person if they're interested. So it, it's, I always think of it as a subset of the information. I think that marketing, um, you know, you can create a lot of marketing information, even, you know, if you work with it, but you think to yourself, what are the three or four pieces that really convert people the most and, and put that in and, you know, if you've been trying to engage them. So that's, that's the way that we saw, uh, we see this working. I got you. And I think I've got the big question of all questions here. Not trying to put you on the spot, but we see, as we mentioned earlier, there are AI type chats all over on websites. It's unusual not to see them. So the question here is, Ankesh, what makes Let's Chat so different? What makes it so good? Yeah, I think that it comes down to focus. You know, uh, in fact, I was talking to someone at Google the other day. Google actually showed, I think it was last year, the ability to uh, set up a hair appointment or a book a restaurant. And when I was talking to this individual. He, he was telling me the amount of data that they had to collect to make that automated. And so, uh, you know, as opposed to trying to boil the ocean and trying to get every single scenario, you know, and doing that, you focus on one vertical. And, and, and to be honest, uh, there's three or four big players, Microsoft, IBM Watson, Google, Amazon. Um, uh, they're, they're sort of the big four players. Everyone else is leveraging the underlying technology. So what that means is that if you focus in a vertical, like what we're saying, this is for um, outbound sales. When you're working and you're thinking about that scenario, like you were talking about uh, entrepreneur or solo, what are they thinking about? What are they? And that's even different because there are products, like you said, on websites that, that handle inbound leads. And they're thinking about it from a different way completely. That's more demand generation. So I think, you know, that's the closest, if you like, the cousin to, to what we're doing. But given that, you know, every day we think about that, that individual that, that's trying to generate more business and what did, and I was giving the example uh, a few minutes ago about finding uh, icebreaker information. So those, that, that's an example when, when you're focused in a vertical of, of outbound selling, how can you increase that engagement rate? And that's uh, basically our sole focus. So there's a lot of technology out there. People are using it, you know, from truck driving to, you know, so on and so forth. But uh, I think the focus, it all comes down to focus and, and solving the problem for that individual. It's very interesting. And you may have answered this, and I don't want to be redundant, but I just want to make sure we understand how it really simplifies the process. Instead of making it complex, it makes it simple. And I'm hopefully I'm trying to make it simple 
in discussing it and in the dialogue here, it's just uh, we don't have the visual. Right. But it right. sounds more and more like it is does simplify. And I would like to make sure that we've covered anything else that it may do about that. Like, yeah, I think that's a good that's a good point to at least uh, focus in on because you know you asked me what was the inspiration. Uh, there was one other story I'll just quickly relate. I was at this conference and I won't mention the vendor. It was a software vendor down in San Diego, and it was the the night before the conference started. And everyone was having a glass of wine and chatting. And one sales guy who worked for this company was and and this and and your audience are probably very familiar with products that do. Uh, sequencing of emails, automated emails so that go out and like three days later the person doesn't respond, send them another email, another email. Uh, so this is in the scale, sales engagement, it's kind of big. There's two or three big players out there, uh, sales loft and outreach.io. And then there's a bunch of other small ones. Um, but going back to the story, this guy said to me, you know, yeah, because this prospect called me back up and he goes, look, you sent me 23 emails and I just got to take the meeting. So you stop. And we all had a good laugh. And that just really, it was really sad in a way, because that poor guy. Um, and I think, you know, for my, my, my objective of this is, is really to make the buying experience uh, um, a lot better. So as opposed to the way that we're currently doing it is bombarding people with information. And, you know, we've got a great story. We all, as uh, entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, have got something interesting we want to sell. But, you know, the limitation, as I talked about, was what you can put in that, in that outbound email. And this, this allows you to do that. And allows the, the prospect. So you have your, to say you get a 3% response rate. But, you know, why were we getting 25%? Why, what, was the, what was the reason for the 22% delta? But, and and I, I believe it's because of what I categorize as passive prospect. People that you've got a buzzword in there and using, you know, it could be um, secure security or something like that. Uh, and um, and say, say it's a CFO you're, you're selling to. It could be, you know, cap table. If it, you know, if you're selling something around managing, in, you know, your, 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 uh, capitalization and um, and that could be really important because they just got a meeting and they're interested in cap table so they click on that and then they can learn more on a self-service basis with using uh, using the chat bot and you know the, or you've curated the information so i think that you know a very important component i think of our value problems as well is making sure that the buyer gets to learn more and they may not buy this quarter or next quarter because you know they didn't hit the reply button but they they're just learning more they know they built up uh, your brand and everything else so i think that's really where we're coming from and no, no, honestly, I know Tony, you asked about the AI stuff. I didn't even think about AI because that's a lot of PhDs in, at Google and Microsoft doing that. And we sit on that technology. What we think about is the, the, the user experience and the buyer experience, making it easy for the salesperson and, uh, and the buyer. Well, thank you for explaining all that. Very, very interesting. And is there a demo for anyone to check? If we go to letschat.chat, can we test drive it? How does an entrepreneur get in and interface with your company on this and see if it's going to work for them. Yeah, well, right now, um, we're, we're, we're letting, having people for free. Um, so uh, it's a premium model. So they can go to leschat.chat. Uh, all you do is actually very, very simple. You just, uh, uh, you don't even have to sign up. You just hit your LinkedIn profile and, um, you know, you just uh, authorize that. So, it, you know, it, it's as simple as that. We're, we're going to start charging when, when they integrate, integrate into third-party products. So we're fully integrated into Salesforce and SalesLoft and Outreach.io. Um, so that's where we, we sort of make the money before solo entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs. And it's, you know, people go ahead and, and try it for free. And, and, and if run into any issues, you know, we'd be happy to help them through it. Well, thank you for that. We would love to try it for free and really check it out. Is there an ultimate goal with this? I got that it's a free model now. You're going to have a paid model coming in later. Guys, better get on now while it's free. Where are you going with this? What's the future hold for Let's Chat? 
I think my best businesses when I don't try to think too far ahead. I mean, I, you know, again, one of my, my favorite business things, think strategic, but act tactically. Um, I mean, you know, but if I was, I haven't raised any money. Uh, I, if I choose to, I do say there's an opportunity there because I think if we can get to a million salespeople using it globally in say five years, you know, we ch- for the charge is $25 a month. I mean, that's $25 million a month, 300 million a year, uh, 10x on terms of valuation. It's a $3 billion company. Um, but I, you know, it's, it's all back of the envelope stuff. Uh, to me, it's, it's not, you know, you ask me what my motives are. It's not about making money. It's just about making it easy for people. You know, you, you, know, you kind of like get pleasure. I actually, it's funny when I was back in England, there was, I worked for a IT, I was a staffing company called Reed Executive. Uh, anyone from England would, would have heard of them. And, um, and when I moved to the States and my software company, Personic actually started doing recruitment software. And five years after I, or I think seven years after I left England, going back into Hounslow High Street and actually looking you know, through the shop window. and So Reed is like a manpower, if you like, and seeing my software, uh, it just gave me such a kick. So it's just, uh, you know, w- watching it grow, uh, that's the, fu- the fun part. So there is the, the potential upside, you know, financially, but it's more about just sort of building something useful that people would like. Ankesh, are there any personal habits that you feel or you see are contributing to your vision success, that are contributing to the success of what you're doing here? Yeah, you know, I, 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 I don't know. I, maybe I'm sort of a, uh, an outlier, but I, I kind of like really, frankly, you know, don't work that hard. I, you know, I, I probably work 20 to 30 hours a week, and I, I've always done that with every startup I've done. And I think that, you know, you know, you hear these war stories of people, oh, yeah, working 80 hours a week. And, and I think that's ne- negative. I think that, you know, I, if, I'm, if I've got a, like a, a, a mental block, I'd go for a run. Uh, you know, do something else. And then, you know, it, it's, it's crazy how, you know, you just pace yourself because the, you know, the point is that, you, have, you know, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. And, and you have to sort of like uh, make sure that you, you look after yourself. And so I, I'll tell you a funny story. When I, when I first moved to the States, you know, the amount of food, the portions you get uh, are, are massive. I, and I used to go to TGI Fridays after work every day and, you know, do the buffalo wings and everything, put on a bit of weight. And I used to wake up, wear a shirt and tie to work. And one day I sneezed and my top button went flying off. And I realized I'm <laughs> time to go to the gym. And that was a really good habit I developed. And, you know, um, I, I, as I said, as a lot of people, that's, oh, I don't have time. So I actually just put it in my lunch hour. So I just put it on my, I blocked off three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And that really helped me. I think that sort of, you know, the sort of having some physical activity, going for a walk and, and stuff. And, and, and not really, not trying not to, to, trying not to work too hard. It's, it's like, you know what I was saying? You want to build something that people love. And so you, it, it's, it's easier to do that work on something really good as opposed to trying so hard to sell something that people don't really want. So I think that's a really important lesson as well. So, you know, keep, keep in the laboratory, keep working on it. And then when people are like, oh my God, this is what I was looking for, then you don't, really don't have to work that hard. Yeah. You know? So I don't know if that makes much sense, but I, you know, I, I try to be more kind of like uh, cleverer than sort of um, hardworking, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. And you're, you're speaking to someone who's put in the 80 hours a week <laughs> for much longer than he wants to remember. <laughs> this is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about easing sales communications with Ankesh Kumar. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment.
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey guys, what if people would actually pay you for your advice? Sounds cool, huh? Well, I'm going to actually give you a free book to help you find your message, build your tribe, and change the world. Would that be cool? While I wrote the vision map, I'm going to give you free the awe-inspiring book, Expert Secrets, by Russell Brunson, which Robert Kiyosaki says is the map that will allow you to turn your specialized knowledge, talents, and abilities into a business that will work for you. This is one of the shortcuts of the new rich, end quote. I use ClickFunnels and I adore the product. I have never found anything so easy to use. I am a believer and I want to give you Russell's book for free. You just cover the shipping. You probably know I've interviewed Russell Brunson and Dave Woodward some time back. Great interviews indeed. You'll find them at TonyDURSO.com slash P-O-D. I've seen Russell and ClickFunnels grow and grow and grow into this amazing company. And the most spectacular part about it is the growing number of people that are actually helped by his company. He's made so many millionaires. You have to check it out. Go to TonyDURSO.com slash C-L-I-C-K and get your free copy of Expert Secrets sent to you in the mail. Really, Russell pays for the book and you cover the shipping. This book is going to help you to find your voice and give you the confidence to become a leader. Build a mass movement of people whose lives you can affect. Make this calling a career where people will pay you for your advice and other great stuff. Would that be cool or what? Yep, it's the real deal and will not last long. So get your free copy of Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson at TonyDURSO.com slash click. Tony Robbins, Kalen Poulin, Ben Wilson, Allison Prince, Justin Williams, and a ton of others are using Russell's system and loving it. Now it's time for you to do the same. Go ahead, check it out, put in your address as the physical book will be shipped to you and tell me how much you love it. That's TonyDURSO.com slash click. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about easing sales communications with Ankesh Kumar. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this and I'll share some pointers with you. So stay tuned for that. Ankesh says... As an inventor, entrepreneur, leader, husband, father, and friend, it's important for him that he's bettering the lives of the people he encounters. End quote. Also, in 1987, he visited America and fell in love with San Francisco. He pursued postgraduate education in information technology to gain a skill set that would allow him to return to the Bay Area. He sure came back with a bang. And now back to the chat with Ankesh. When you have something successful, when it's rolling, when it's going really well, you don't need to do that. Maybe at first you have to put in some extra time, but just exactly as you say, once it's rolling, it's like the car going on the freeway at 60 right, miles an hour. Right. It doesn't take much more gas to go 70 miles an hour, right. and it takes less effort. So I totally understand. I think it's a it's a level of business. You know, it's it's you're in a different degree, and when you're in that status of the thing is taking off. It's really going well. You don't have to do those 80 hours. So good on you. That's excellent. And, and for our audience, again, comprising heavily, you know, businessmen, entrepreneurs, 
Any great resources that you would love to share with our audience visionaries? Well, I think that uh, I, I'm not only thinking from a, like a technical standpoint. I mean, I use, uh, you know, there's a lot of good products out there, but one I found particularly useful was a product called Lucia, which helps getting email addresses and phone numbers. Uh, I also, uh, you know, spend a lot of time uh, listening to podcasts like yours, uh, Tony. I think that's really good because I think when you can hear and learn from other people, that's, that's been a, you know, been a great, uh, a resource and, and actually that really helps when you're driving and stuff and often when I before I go to sleep I listen to something as well. So um and, and networking. I think one of the things that I've done fairly well as well is build up an advisory board. So you you know, in whatever business you're in, if you just try to find people who are in the industry. So one one great technique that I've used is because if you're trying to reach out to someone that you're selling to, let's use a CIO as an example, what's the chance of them returning your phone call? But if you give them something like what I was talking about and say, Hey John um, I'm running this whatever IT staffing firm and, and, uh, you know, you'd be a great advisor to my company. Uh, you've got about a 50% chance of them returning the call. And that's a really great technique and, you know, a little secret that I've used. I mean, the response rate is ridiculously high, um, compared to regular outreach. And so I think, you know, when you, when you, when you're reaching out to people, just think, in, that's one example offering like an advisory board position and think about it, right? Just because you're, you're saying we should chat about it doesn't mean, you know, you're going to have to do it, right? So you can, talk, you can throw that out to 100 people and you've got, guess what, 50 meetings roughly. Uh, so that's a really uh, cool technique that I've, I've leveraged a lot. I like that. Thank you for sharing that. And just before we go, I just want to make sure that you believe we've covered the key uses for Let's Chat, dot chat that would help our audience. Is there anything else that you believe is, is important to let them know about it? No, I think uh, you've done a great job, Tony. I appreciate it. I think we've got everything covered. Well, very good. I want to thank you once again. This is Ankesh Kumar talking about easing sales communications, and you can find him at letschat.chat. Ankesh, thank you so much for this, and I really look forward to seeing how this takes off in the future, and I am going to, I'm definitely going to try it while it's free, for sure. Okay. Excellent. Hey, Success Squad. Thanks for hanging out with me while I featured an elite entrepreneur who took his vision to reality. I hope this was as inspiring for you as it was for me to do this interview. I learned so much. The insights are so valuable. So how did you like this interview about easing sales communications with Ankesh Kumar? As you got from the bio that I read, he makes his living building incredible tech companies and then selling them. And I know already that Let's Chat That Chat is going to be a huge success because it's so important to that sales process. If I had this years ago, I would have easily doubled my sales. Now, Ankesh says that our main forms of communication breaks down into three segments, email, phone, and chat. Okay, got that. For the salesperson and customer, chat is not as well used or pervasive as email and phone are. And that is the niche that Ankesh focuses on. Do you use chat to interface much with your prospects? And if not, if you had a very easy method to chat, would that help you in getting more sales? I'm positive it would based on all the years of sales that I've been involved in. What a dream that would be. I love the privacy aspect in that the prospect feels safe with his or her phone number not being shared. There's no way for it to get out in the world and the prospect won't have to expect a flood of sales calls from that company or other companies. I would think back in the day that something like that could triple my sales. Getting 25.8% response on an email to 500 people is astounding. Do any of your emails get that kind of engagement? 
I think this is incredible. After having done sales for decades, I got great takeaways from Ancash that on no matter what happens, you want the prospect to feel he or she is more informed and feeling they got something out of the interaction with you. You want them to have some value from that. That's brilliant. There's so much more I got out of this interview. What did you get? I'd love to know how you use this information to help you in your business or career. Follow me on Twitter and tweet me at Tony D-U-R-S-O. Hey, and follow me on Instagram at Tony S D-U-R-S-O. Remember that S. All right, guys, now grab hold of your vision. Decide you're either going to start something great or take it to the next level. You have to decide first. You know that. It always starts with a decision. Get my vision map to help you with the process. The free ebook is at TonyDURSO.com. I did create my empire in just a few years. That's all it took. I had the vision map as my guide. I wrote it up so that you could do it too. And once again, check out all my shows on Spotify. It's all designed to help you get to the next level in your business or your career. Help you move on your journey to success. And if you have iTunes or access to any Apple device, look up my name, Tony D-U-R-S-O, and subscribe to my show. A kind review there will get you tremendous appreciation back in return. Thanks and remember, just take action. Success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Sow good seeds, do good deeds, and join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of the Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 